Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroy Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chen. And what are we talking about today, Mark? Silver bullets. So we just... Believe it or not, we both just cracked a Dr. Pepper for this episode. That's not a beer. Don't don't worry. (laughs) I know. It was out of character for us, Chris. Out of character. I know. I know. It's Dr. Pepper and you're probably saying, ooh, that's disgusting. But boy, did they market it well, didn't they, Mark? (laughs) That's my segue. (laughs) (laughs) You're a pepper. I'm a pepper. We're a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... This isn't actually about Dr. Pepper, but we did just go and uh, we popped around the corner to a friend of mine, uh, Karen Nelson, who has an agency, a digital marketing agency called Nelson O'Neill. Yep. And, and uh, we, all, we also met O'Neill. Oh, we, yeah, we, we also did. met O'Neill. Yeah. We met Nelson and yeah, O'Neill. And, uh, they, sound like a, they sound like a pop band. <laughs> um, and and we had some, some good conversations with them, didn't we, Mark? Oh, absolutely. We didn't talk about silver bullets or werewolves, right? We didn't talk about that. But we came up, we were talking about the idea of marketing is not a quick fix. Yeah, and it's not a one-size-fits-all. No. So it's not a silver bullet to kill whatever, you know, werewolves you've got running rampant in your in your business. Okay, so um, Th- going... That was, that was your cue to howl. Oh, sorry. Um, I, was, I was drinking my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> uh, so... What do people actually tend to expect when they go into marketing? Do they expect to have something that's sort If of I gave you a $1,500 budget, how many leads can you get me? Okay, that's what it is. If I gave you $15,000, how many leads can you get me? How many contacts can you uh, f- uh, add to my uh, uh, book? You know, how many people can I meet next week if, I, if we start marketing this week? Okay, how many times will the phone ring? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And okay. you look at them and you go like, if I could do that for you within a week, you should get out of your business yeah. and let me run it because <laughs> I'll make a killing. I would, have, I would have done it already. I would have done it already. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So, so what's the approach that, um, you know, you might want to consider taking when it comes to, you know, uh, interacting with a, an agency? So dealing with an agency is a slightly different kettle of fish in the sense that an agency is one step removed away from your business. So you need to be very clear about your goals because the agency can't set your goals for you. So how do you come up with the goals and what's like it? Well, what, if you're do you, in business you and you have any business goals, you're not in the right. Ah, okay. is what I'm trying to say. Like, okay. what's uh, like if I said, let's just say, for example, I went into an agency mm-hmm. uh, and said, hey, I want to be getting, you know, a new website client every week. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, like, is that, I don't think that, I mean, to get a new website client, first of all, is it's not as simple as, you know. Oh, well, the question I would ask is how many are you getting a week now? Okay. Yeah. Right. And if you're telling me 20, then you go from 20 to 21. Yeah. Okay. okay. But you're telling me zero to one. I go, possible. You're telling me I'm getting three clients now and I want to get one more every month for the next six months. I'm telling you, what's your track record? Yeah. And what is your what are your price points, right? Yeah. So how long is a piece of string in this sense? And we use this all the time. So one of the things that you might, because uh, some agencies, like you get those phone calls where they say, oh, we can get you ranking for this keyword or or Mark's shaking his head by, yeah. by the way, yeah. just in case you can't see <laughs> through the podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah, that there's no way they can know that. There's no way. Because it's a, it's it's a comp- it's an arms race. They have no control about of, of your competition what they are doing to get on the on the on the first page. If someone is fighting for a particular keyword with you and they're willing to outbid you by three times or four times, you're never going to get the number one in the number one rank. You might get on the first page. I get that. Yeah. But if there's if there's nine other people ahead in front of you, good luck with that. We're talking about silver bullets here, so um, yeah. it's not a one solution. No, fits all. No, it's so, a process. Yeah. So if you're if you're talking to an agency and they say, oh well, we have this, we have here's what we do. Yeah. We do this. We do this. We do this. Yep. Um, and that will will get you ranking, and you just pay us every month. And chances are, they've got, they've ga- they're gaming the system. They're doing something black hat ish almost. Yeah. And it's and if you get found out by Google, which you're gonna it's gonna happen at some point. Yeah. They'll kick they'll kick you back to the bottom of the list. So just explain to our listeners a little bit what you mean by black hat and being found out by Google ah, and okay. stuff like that. All right. So you gotta remember that the Google environment is a man made environment. It's an arbitrary environment. It's got rules that were set up by a group of people. Since they run the rules, right? And they're trying to find a way to serve content to people who are looking for it or information. That's the first rule. That's the first thing. Someone's looking for information. We'll kind of try and give them the most relevant information. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you think about, um, and this is where I come at with content. Um, there's a lot of content for the sake of content. Mm-hmm. Um, but To game the system. Yeah. And... Like what I try and do, and, and I guess what this is an example of, this very podcast, yeah. is not content for the sake of content, it's content for the sake of useful yes. information. That's right. So we, our content is targeted to humans. Yeah, yeah. Not it's, the Google robot. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, with with any chance, I think one of our ones, the blog one, um, the blog episode starting a blog. Yeah, that one's uh, getting good, that, good traction. Yeah. That's getting good traction. Yeah. And that's because there's useful information in that episode. And people are searching for it. And people are searching for it. And yeah. so Google's saying, oh, well, people are searching for it, finding this page, yeah. maybe listening to the podcast, yeah. staying on that page for a long amount of time. That's it. So we'll we'll keep recommending that as yeah, a, a search right. result. Exactly. So the Google robot has got a few benchmarks. Um, what they think or what they you know they've programmed the robot to look at the algorithm to look at certain factors within a bit of content that they are then using to judge how useful or relevant that bit of content is. Yeah. And those markers change. Yeah, because because what happens is. What I was, and sorry, I'll go back to what I was originally saying was Google's number one prime objective is to give useful, because that, give useful information to the people who are searching because that is, you know, that's their whole business model. <laughs> exactly. Know, at, for, yep. at least for the search engine. Yep. They want to be the best search engine. So that's right. if they get, if they're spitting out irrelevant, um, spammy, Content, content, information. People will leave. Yeah, people yeah. will start using DuckDuckGo. Oh, yeah, or just go or back to the ask last. Jeeves, <laughs> they'll start asking Jeeves, Jeeves about it. That's right, or, or getting your Encyclopedia Britannica out and you know flipping to the page that you know well. Yeah, so so the worst thing you can do when you're creating content, at, at, like, is to create content for the sake of content. Yeah, and that's right. and for the sake of 
well, this has got lots of keywords in it. It'll rank, but people aren't going to... In the old days, it used to work. It did used to work, but they realized that, you know what, people are not engaging with this content no, because it's and garbage content. That's right. And it was killing Google's business model. So Google wrote new robots to go out there and kill these kind of content. Yeah. And that's why it's always evolving because... That's right. Going back to where we started with what is the black hat um, yep. sort of... Me- methodology. Methodology yeah. is... Yep is doing things that exploit uh, particular loopholes or whatever that the algorithm hasn't That's really right. covered. Well, or, or what it's looking out for. So, for example, if you're looking out for, the closest equivalent I can give you is that if you're looking in a crowd of people and you're looking for someone that's six foot five, right, um, you will f- spot the person that's six foot five because he's taller than everyone else. Yeah, right. but the black hat guy you would, he, has a six foot black hat on. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a pair of lit, or, you, or he's put some inserts, inserts in his shoes, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, and he looks like he's six foot five. And then, you know, you, you, you pick him out of the crowd and you want to play for your basketball team and you work out that he's actually, you know, only five foot nine. You work out that it's three children in a trench <laughs> coat. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you know, you get picked, but then what, you get found out very quickly as well. Yeah. And you do that often enough, right? Um, the 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 well, the basketball scouts gonna know these guys. They forget it. We're not gonna pick him because he's just three guys in a, in a in a trench coat. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so you'll never get picked for the team. You might get picked once. <laughs> so that's the analogy, uh, and Google does that. So, but to get yourself to that point. Um, okay, let's say, for example, you do the right thing, you're found on Google, great, you know, you're found for the right thing, people looking f- for your services get matched up with you, they click on the link, they click on the search results, sorry, and get to your website, and then your website's rubbish. Good luck to that one as well. <laughs> because no one's converting. Or like, for example, the 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 the, the contact form or the, or the form doesn't work. Yeah. So if if you're making good content, make sure your website's going to you know to be convert. useful to yeah. back it up. That's right, because that's your clearinghouse, right? Yeah. You funneled everything to your website, and then you you've you've corralled all these horses into your into your corral, but your corral's got a big massive hole, and then the horses run out the side. You know what's yep. the point? Yeah, you know, go f- fix your corral, then go looking for those horses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and for sure. yeah. So this is what I mean by there's no silver bullet. It's a process. Yeah. So if you're doing Google advertising, you're doing Facebook advertising, you're doing search organic content yeah you know you're doing integrated marketing you know you're doing uh, uh um, just, events just real quick explain what integrated marketing is and integrated marketing uh, is basically as the name implies it's integrated it's not just a single vector so if you're just advertising on linkedin it's just linkedin marketing but integrated marketing is something that uses you know uh that crosses platforms um okay so that's and that's what i that's what i wanted to clarify just so hmm. that people Listening might go, well, integrated with what? With what? With, with everything else. Yeah, right? yeah. So, for example, if you're holding an event and you've got a hashtag and then people take the photos, they upload the hashtag to Instagram or Facebook and then you use that content and you put it in a blog and then you put it in a newsletter. Yeah. You know. and, and then follow up with, you know, finally you've got like maybe a target audience for That's Facebook right. that yep. you can then follow up with an yep. ad to. And, That's right. Exactly. And then that goes over to your website. Beside. They fill out the form and Boom. then yep. converted. Converted or, you, or they go into a newsletter and then you convert them later. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's integrated marketing. Yeah. Right. Um, the, the and that's and that's where it's really becomes powerful because you start uh, sort of weaning out the ones that are never going to convert. That's right. And you start 
putting people on a bit of a journey That's to it. put them in the right mindset to convert That's when right. they get to the end of it. Correct. Correct. It's called it's called the nurturing process. You nurture your clients or you nurture your customers. It's no different from you from when, you know, if you've got a you've got a butcher shop, someone comes in and, you know, they they're not really ready to buy your meat, but they're browsing, you give them some samples, they go away, they come back, you know. Um, they see your poster down the street, you know, you send them a flyer with a 20% discount on, you know, and you do that over, over time, they will, rem- that, that you, you'd be surprised by the retention. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, and then, and then you kick that in with a referral program, for example. So, you know, when you're, when you, you know, when you're at the coffee shop talking to your friend, your friend says, Hey, you know, I just bought this fantastic rack of lamb for the, from this butcher. Which one is that one? Oh, these guys. Oh yeah. I, I, I tried, I tried some of the samples. They were actually really good. Yeah, you should you should give them a go. Well, I just thought of something mm-hmm. um, that I want to add to this episode, which is a client of mine is uh, actually toying with the idea of a recipes section on their website. Oh, fantastic! With a recipe ebook download in exchange for email. It's like wait a it's minute, like, it's that deja vu. I know exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, and I got talking to them about this and they, they was talking, oh, we'll have a call to action on the homepage. I said, what about the, what about the pop-up situation where, where we do the pop-up and have the form? Because I said, you know, uh, the guy that I do this podcast with, Mm -hmm. he did that with the company and they grew their database of emails to over 50,000. Like, I don't know how long it took, but that's a big database. Less than a year. Less than a year. Wow. Um, so... Yeah, are there any tips I want to say when it comes to uh, doing something like that? Is it as straightforward as that sounds? Um, uh, yes. So the, the short it really is. It really is. Okay. So there there are certain scenarios where your where your path to conversion is very very short. Give me your email address. I'll send you a coupon. That's it. That's it. Okay. You know, and and if your product is 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 something that people is in demand, yeah, people will buy. Yeah, it's that simple. Okay, well you know? that's good. That's good to confirm for them. <laughs> I won't. I won't send them this episode now. I'll just say, "Yep, you're doing the right thing." Yeah. But then, good work. But then, yeah, depending on your addressable market, because you might convert all your low hanging fruit, all your con- all your early adopters, or your true believers, or your fanboys and girls. Yeah, all of the people who are probably already aware of your product. That's right. That yeah. are just waiting for this twenty percent because they, they were going to buy anyway. Right, but you've just uh, made their buying purchase. You brought forward the buying purchase, so you can see a spike in sales. But what about those who are not quite sure about your product? You know, they've heard about you. You know, about you know someone else is using it. Yeah. How do you how do you convince them? Yeah, right. Because you, it's again to grow your 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 business, your 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 revenue. You need yeah. to grow your client base. Yeah, your customer base. Start with, and it's a low hanging fruit, right? You start with low hanging fruit, you move up to the next tier, you move up to the next tier, you move up to the next tier. Yeah. And every tier you go up, the low hanging fruit concept is, you know, you, a fruit tree that you can, fruit that you can reach. That's great. But once you've eaten all the fruit that you can reach. Yeah. Then you have to start. Well, you have to. Like figuring out how to reach further up. Further up, which you need to, means you need to go and buy a step ladder. Yeah. Right. So you've got to, you've got to invest in a tool yep. that helps you get to the next level, yep. which is where you're, mar- you know, like first level of marketing, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's as easy as having a phone number that people can call. Yeah, yeah. And you got to pay for the phone, yeah. right? You know, you got to pay for the infrastructure around for it. For sure. So depending on, 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 you know, on the type of business you're in. Then once you've covered those customers, 
then you, you're going to go another one step further. You know, those who are even more skeptical about your business. Yeah. Or they've never heard of you before. Yeah. Okay. You know. All right. So all right, how do I get them? Well, now I've got to get a cherry picker. I get a cherry picker and I go up to the next level. Right. And at some point you're going to find that you've used, you've eaten up, you've used, you've, you've harvested all the fruit off this tree. Yeah. What the heck are you going to do? Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat more fruit. So if you were smart, you would have planted another tree to grow more fruit. Which yeah. is called which could be which could be the release of new products or variations that's right. on going, products. That's or? right. That's right. It's it's called growing your market, your okay. addressable market. Yeah. Right. It's like now convincing people that have no need of your product that they actually need your product. Okay. Or having a product that services their needs. Yeah. Right. That is tangential to you know, like for example, Apple computers. Well, for years it was Apple computers, right? Uh, and it was desktops. But what if you were in in the market for a desktop? Because oh, yeah. the longest time Apple were making desktops, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they, oh, well, we made laptops, right? But now, and then, so they got the mobility, so they got the guys, the office guys, they covered it. And they got the mobility guys, they covered them. But how do I grow my market to a point where I've got an Apple in everyone's pocket? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a the phone. IPod. Yeah, yeah, well, there was the iPod and there was the iPhone. Yeah. So by creating, there's a, that's the, 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 the equivalent of planting new trees. Yeah, okay. Growing your addressable market. Yeah. Yeah, but that is very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it can be. Depends. Yeah. Um, comparatively to just selling to people you already, yeah, they yeah. already want to buy your product. Yeah. That you're already very good at making already. You don't have to do any R and D to make new phones and stuff like that. Yeah, for you sure. Know? But then you're never going. You might not be able to grow your business outside of your addressable market. To do all of that right in one go is ridiculously. It's not possible. You know, you got to start step one, step two, step three. Yeah. You know. And and sort of roadmap it out, but also that then comes into uh, you know the uh, the marketing strategy as well. Like if you already have a plan for what you're going to be rolling out in the future, yep. you can start preparing through targeting to the right people with your product now, um, and exactly. you know, engaging with them so that when the next thing you launch comes out, you can you can sort of tar- you can boot kick off with them with them oh they will be into your, the next exactly thing. they will be your early adopters chances are they you know there'll be a subset of them of your of your of your converted customers yeah who will be very happy to jump on your new product yeah you know um and then they will they will start your uh market adoption right and then you can use them as a as 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 a case studies case yeah. studies testimonials whatever and then to, you know and other people see the thing that breeds success is success so if people see other people using it, there's a good chance that they want to try it themselves. For sure. Yeah. So, and then I guess, and that's just another reason that like a, a one shoe does not fit every um, no. foot no. in the in the marketing game, if I could use an analogy. <laughs> it is a really good <laughs> like, one. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're playing basketball, rocking mm, up. Here we go. Yeah. Here we've got another analogy from Mark. Well, rocking- I need a jingle for your analogies. <laughs> Yeah, that you know, we get on like a bicycle horn. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly right. If you're playing basketball, you know those ice skates that worked last week at the ice skating ring aren't gonna cut it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or they're gonna cut it. They're gonna cut up. They're gonna cut up. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Well, on that note, we're gonna wrap up the episode. It was good talking to Karen today and and to Sean. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll have Karen on the podcast at some point as soon as we can all find the time to stand in the same room, a specific room, which is the studio. The studio, yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll pick her brain on, on what she does.
And if you want to pick our brains... <laughs> nice segue. Um, you can go onto our website and fill out one of the forms. What's our website address? It's www.destroydigital.com.au. Next week, we've got a business episode, so make sure you check that one out. I'm looking forward to recording that right after this. Uh, and uh, in the meantime... Go destroy something today. <laughs>